Racing Nation with James O'Shea. You're listening to Racing Nation. Plenty of excitement this weekend about racing in Queensland. Well, there's always excitement about racing in Queensland, but particularly this time of the year with the Winter Carnival right on our doorstep. And this meeting most certainly does signify that winter is on its way when you have a look at not only some of the trainers, some of the jockeys, some of the horses that are here. Some great races certainly set down here for Doom. But let's see if we can help you find a winner or two on the program. Joining us now from the BRC and Sky Racing, Nathan Exelby, how are you? Yeah, terrific, thanks, mate. As you say, it is a good meeting, and it's one where if you can just find a couple of winners, I think you'll go home in front because there's uh, big prices and wide-open races all day. Yep, that is certainly the case. And listening to yourself and, and Bart via BRC TV earlier in the week, the Sydney siders came last week and they cleaned <laughs> up. Yeah, I don't think there's anything new about that. It's just just the way it is. But uh, if you stick solid, you get good prices about them too. So big price about Gerald Ryan selling Alexio's winner of the Daybreak Lover last mm-hmm. week, flying crazy. Um, and you know, there's a big enough representation from the south there tomorrow to say that uh, we may well expect similar. All right, well, let's see if you think that is the case. Let's have a look at your selections in the quaddy legs, six, seven, eight, nine, race six. We start entry group benchmark 78, this one over 1,200. I'm actually hoping that will be the case in this race. I'm pretty lukewarm on the favourites here. Shamaton's going really well, but this feely takes a big weight hike here up to the 58 and a half. Um, he was suited the other day in that run-on race, and more Sundays gave him a start and a beating. Uh, so I'm you know, lukewarm on him. Ruby July's got to get the 1200 here. So I'm looking for value. I think Stolen Jade fits the bill. We saw her here 16 months ago. She she won a rich race there at the Gold Coast. She hasn't gone on with it since then, but she's hardly gone bad either. She she was able to win two starts back and then struck a really heavy track last time, the heavy ten at Canterbury. So I think it can be forgiving of that. I think she'll um, appreciate what looks a pretty solid speed here. Get a nice run and finish off strong. So we'll go with her. I think two acrobatics a little overlooked in the market, around $19. He's super consistent, this horse. I see he can get into a nice spot here. I think he runs a race fresh. 18 already blessed, gets down in the weights. as a stablemate of the favourite. Um, he just wasn't far away there last time and what became a bit of a blanket finish. I think he gets a nice run. He gives you a sight. Uh, then we'll throw in... Uh, another one of those Golan runners in Pool Anchor. She had no luck at all last time. She was totally untested. to appreciate the speed here and run on. So there's a few there. There's four, four double-figure odds that I'll be playing here, 14, 2, 18, 16 and 12. Perfect way to start the quaddy with a bit of value. What about the seventh then? This is the Forex Mick Dittman played 1110 metres, a listed race here for the three-year-olds. And yeah, what a race this is. And when you, when you look at the, the names here, uh, Tontes, I think probably top, tip tops the billing in terms of, of course, what we've seen with its uh, performances in Group 1s. But not alone, a great race, the Mick Dittman. It's a highlight for sure. Prince of Boom's the favourite. This is a deeper race than the two he's won this time around. I know he won the size uh, here, not the size, he won the, the, the Champagne Spirit of Boom Classic last year. Uh, this is just a deeper race than what, what he's managed to beat in those two runs we've seen him this calendar year. So I'm I'm against him. I've got the stable mate on top star, Tontes, but I, mean, I might be kidding myself here in, in thinking that she can give them that much start and get them down, but by gosh, she's got a, a finishing burst on her. Um, as you said, she's got the Group 1 form. I think she's the best horse in this race. 
it's just whether or not 1110 is going to find her out around this tight track. But um, we'll go with her. Uh, I think Shakiro is the forgotten horse here. We haven't seen him since he took on Nature Strip uh, in the VRC Sprint Classic last November. He was obviously outclassed there. He beat a few home. Uh, prior to that, he finished alongside ingratiating in the Coolmore. Uh, he then was disappointing got on Sava 2XL. There was a yeah, look, he hasn't gone on from the Magic Millions, but he hasn't been disgraced either. So I think he's just well placed here off a good gate, uh, a couple of trials to ready him for it. He's the one I could see causing a boil over here. Then we get to ingratiating and Prince of Boom and possibly glistening as well. Um, so I just think potentially can get the favourite beaten here, Prince of Boom. So we'll go 7, 1, 2 and 4. 7, 1, 2 and 4 to the McDiffman. Go to the 8th here. It is to the Tav Tails Stakes, 1,640 metres at listed level again. Some key early scratchings here at the top of the page. Private Eye and Yonkers uh, already withdrawn, so that does certainly uh, change the shape of the race, but albeit, again, uh, a really good race. Yeah, it sucks a lot of value out of the market. I, I thought Private Eye looked a huge risk. Um, but he comes out and there's 20% of the market gone. Uh, for Kukaracha, not noted as a miler, but he did run a cracking race first up last prep over the mile, which I think is good enough to make him hard to beat in this race. Uh, he's had the one run back, which he was okay there, but soft seven ground just doesn't suit him. Firmer surface is what he wants. He gets that here. He gets a nice soft run off the inside. He's trialled okay since... Uh, I think he races well here, so I'll go with Cucaracha. Hail Manhattan number seven, I think he's the best of the locals. Double figures, this guy. Big key here, he gets down from 58.5 there at the Gold Coast. He's been racing well uh, under those bigger weights. and I've got him in the first two here. Derulo may well lead uh, going up to the mile, but Hail Manhattan won't be far away here and just gets a really nice run. I think with 54 he can sprint. Then we'll throw in six quantum mechanics. She's been below her best in three runs this prep. Can forgive the very heavy run last time, but the two in Melbourne she was well beaten prior. But a nice drop in class here for her is a is a big plus, and she gets a nice run as well. So I think one of those three will win. We'll go four seven six. Four seven six there in race eight. The lucky last is race nine. BRC Carnival plus membership benchmark ninety. It's over thirteen hundred and fifty. What do we need to finish the quaddy off? Hopefully only one. Um, I'm very keen on number three. Never know more here. This horse is airborne for Matt Dunn. This is an import that came out to run in a Golden Eagle. He never fired a shot. He didn't fire a shot for the first eighteen months he was here. Um, but. A different horse this time around. He was huge to get as close as he did last time. He's had 28 days since. I love the booking here of Regan Bayless. This guy's ridden Group 1 winners in Sydney this season. Takes over from a three-kilo claimer. Just think he'd be able to stand over this horse a bit more and really liven him up, put him in the race and hopefully get them down. So we go with three and never know more. Number 12, bar none. Uh, it was huge confidence that we learned about post-race um, through Tony Sears uh, and Kyle Wilson-Taylor indeed said in the post-race interview that Tony said that it just wouldn't get beaten first up and they bet massive odds about him and he put them away. So clearly this horse is going really well. So I'd want him on side. And number nine, Dr. Why Not. Uh, he was, for mine, best of on paces in what became a really uh, backmarker-dominated race there back on, on April 9, so I think he can run a race there. Again, another race where I'm against the favourites, but never know more has come in for solid support since markets went up. We'll go 3, 12 and 9. All right, that's a look at the quality league. What's the best bet on the program? 
Um, we'll, we'll go for the last, mate. We'll go never know more on the last. Race Can nine, number three. You make it the best. And I said there's a number that you've mentioned there at value. What's the best speed try or best value player today? <laughs> I think Stolen Jade runs a race. She's about $17. So, um, uh, I, you know, I'd be disappointed if she doesn't step up in that class of race tomorrow. All right, so I get the best value. So the best is race nine, number three. You never know more. We're gonna, we can bookend the quaddy, hopefully, in race six, <laughs> number 14. Like start the quaddy with um, one at value and then they finish it with the best bet with number three. They never know more. So as I said, great day of racing. Really looking forward to it. Nathan, as always, we do appreciate your time. Hopefully you've helped the punters find a few winners. Fingers crossed, mate. Have a great weekend. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 